Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. You're a parent in Brooklyn. A lot, you probably got a lot of single moms who are putting who are the breadwinner, so they've got to work during the day. Your kids, you, your kids are supposed to go to school. And then someone tells you, sorry, uh, your kids have to stay home. Why? Was there some type of real significant storm or some, some emergency? Was there a flu outbreak? Well, why are they having to stay home? They're having to stay home because the state government is commandeering or the city government is commandeering the school to house illegal aliens. You talk about putting Americans last. You're having these kids, you're depriving these kids of in-person education. This is happening. In New York City, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. The phone number, feel free, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number, 833-GOT-TONY. I'm going to get in uh, to the story, what's happening in New York, where some of these parents are at, but question exactly what they're willing to do about it. Uh, the big story is the debate tonight. You've got the debate between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. They're the only two people on the stage. And it's going to be potentially carnage. Two men enter. One man leads. Two men enter. One man leads. Two men enter. One man leads. Some people think that they're going to Team up and go after Trump. That is not what's going to happen. I mean, Trump is going to come up a lot. But Nikki Haley, if we take a look at polling, has an opportunity to win New Hampshire. Ron DeSantis needs to stay alive. Now, just as a matter of placing my marker, I think DeSantis can win in Iowa. Well, that's not... That's not necessary. That's not... Come on, I'm just saying I've got a theory. What? I'm, I'm just... I, it's not... That was rude, guys. That was rude. OMG, are you kidding me right now? I'm really, really not. Allow me to explain to you my theory about how Ron DeSantis can win Iowa. Rude! My gosh. Just, just give me a moment. Whew. Jeepers. Uh, the people who say that the weather doesn't mean anything, I don't think they understand what the weather means at all. It gets cold in Iowa. Sure it does. It's 25 degrees as we speak in Des Moines. Cold. That they, they're used to. On the day of the caucus, the high is negative three. The low is 19 below zero. That's the way it's been. It has been trending from 12 below to 14 below to 19 below zero. 
if you don't think that has an effect on turnout, and, and I say this respectfully, as respectfully as I can, if you don't think that that isn't going to have an effect on turnout, you are amongst the dumbest people who ever lived in the history of ever. Hey, phrase it. I know, it was rude. I'm just trying to make a point. I apologize. I was just trying to, trying to, trying to make my point clear. A vicious mother, isn't he? Well, sometimes, sometimes. Of course it does. If you told me it was a low of 24, it'd be cold. I don't think it would change much. If you told me it was a low of 17 or, or 19 degrees, I'd say, well, that's cold. That is cold. Under 20, people are like, that's cold. It would change things a touch, but I don't think enough. 19 below can change a lot of things. 19 below temperature, you know who shows up? The true believers. And I believe that the vast majority of true believers exist for Ron DeSantis. F these people. Come on! Why do you have to be like that? I thought thought we were I thought we were friends. Good lord. We don't, it doesn't have to be nasty. The true believers are with Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis has not run a good campaign. And I am exhausted by the people out there who are saying, those who say Ron DeSantis didn't run a good campaign are just the Trump people who don't think he ran a good campaign or just saying so to make people believe he didn't run a good campaign. Guys, he has not run a good campaign. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Okay, it wasn't that bad. It just wasn't good. It didn't connect. I think he hasn't connected until recently. But that's neither here nor there. It's that his support is lower based on the polling than he would like. But it is not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Gone. And I believe that in a caucus state where you need people to show up for you and caucus for you and get people over to your side and need to stand your ground, that's the DeSantis people. And therefore, these true believers are the ones who will show up in the cold and they are the ones who will make the difference and get Ron DeSantis a win in Iowa. I if if just unbelievable. Here's the 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 fantastic problem that now occurs. And I believe this to be true. Uh, first, let's be clear. Mike Huckabee has won the Iowa caucus. Rick Santorum has won the Iowa caucus. Ted Cruz has won the Iowa caucus. George H.W. Bush won the Iowa caucus in 1980. You know who became president? Ronald Reagan. The Iowa caucus does not guarantee success. Not by a long shot. Here's the other part, and, and, and I'm putting my marker down on this as well. Iowa won't matter at all. Because 
of the weather. Because what people are going to say now that the weather has become the conversation, people are going to say, well, look, not everybody showed up because it was so cold out. So really, you can't take a look at Iowa. You really got to take a look at at uh, at New Hampshire and South Carolina, uh, to which Ron DeSantis is going to say, but this whole place sucks. That's right. It sucks. He's going to his people will be like, what do you mean? What do you mean? We 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 they told us we were going to be in third place, fourth place in Iowa. We win Iowa. How is I mean, how is that not it? How is that on everything? What do you mean? It doesn't matter. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from Well, that's going to be a good question. That's going to be a good question because DeSantis is going to need some level of showing in New Hampshire and South Carolina to be able to stick around for Super Tuesday, which is, I think, pretty hard for him to do. The oh, I've, I've stated from the beginning, I think the Nikki Haley path is an easier path than the Ron DeSantis path based on South Carolina being right there. But the debate tonight, while Trump is having the town hall on, on, on Fox, and so now you, you've got this battle of Fox versus CNN regarding who uh, is president, and CNN has got to be like, what is the nerve of these people? We're having the debate. The Republican Party, we're having the debate. Why in the world is Fox doing this to us? And Fox is clearly saying... They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. The debate tonight is not going to be a gang up on Trump, although there's going to be probably more talk about Trump in this than ever. It is DeSantis's last gasp. And what he has to do is he has to be able to show Iowa and show South Carolina, because I don't think you can show New Hampshire anything. I, 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 I really and truly don't think you could show New Hampshire. He has to show Iowa and South Carolina that Nikki Haley is indeed the flip-flopper that you think she is, and she really can't think on her feet. That when she is asked a question, she simply is thinking of how she should answer it as opposed to what the answer is, and within that gets very lost. I actually have exclusive audio of of uh, one of the uh, practice sessions that Nikki Haley was a part of being asked a question. If a train left New York at 300 miles per hour and accelerated speed 15 miles per hour and traveled a distance of 683 miles, tell me, sir, what time would that train reach Chicago? What the fuck? I did it quite What time did I hit the train? Yeah, she didn't react to it very, very well. 
And it's going to be an interesting needle for DeSantis to thread because he has to put her in that position to not be able uh, to, to, to ask a question, not be able to answer a question, but he has to do it in a way where he's not seen as being mean to a woman. You know it, I know it. Why are we pretending these things aren't real when they are? So it's difficult. Nikki Haley is going to be diminished by the fact that she doesn't have Vivek Ramaswamy to yell at. And let me tell you, it is very clear that she enjoys yelling at Vivek Ramaswamy. (laughs) Sounds something like that. So she has to position herself as the clear choice for a country that isn't a fan of Donald Trump. It's Nikki Haley who gets to run against Trump for the nomination and really position herself against Biden as the one who can beat Biden. DeSantis still has to position himself as somebody who can beat Haley. They are engaged in two very different debates tonight. As for which one I'll be watching, will I be watching uh, the Trump town hall or will I be watching the debate? I will be watching the debate. Because I already know it's coming from from the town hall. You people at Fox News are very rude to me. You're not very nice to me. You're not nice. You're rude. You're rude. You're not nice. I, I, I gave you so many ratings. I was so good to you. And look what you did to me. Shame. Shame on, 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 on you. Boy, that Tucker's doing great, huh? 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 There's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a fair amount of, of that. And uh, Jack Smith is corrupt, and Fannie Willis is corrupt, and Letitia James is corrupt. And oh, by the way, Letitia James is gross. Fannie Willis is corrupt. Letitia James is gross. The the Attorney General of New York, well, we were suing for $250 million, but we decided to, to add like $100 million more onto it because what the hell? What the? Just, just... Just, you know, I I ran for office on destroying this guy, so I might as well just really destroy him. You know, tee-hee. Oh, it's gross. It's disgusting. I know what's coming in the Trump town hall. There's nothing there that I can learn anything from. I can learn something from the debate. Do I think that the Trump numbers are real? Well, as I've said many times, No. But there's only one way to find out. And that's through the caucus and through the primaries. You take a look at the Iowa caucus. The latest poll is Trafalgar. Trump 52, Haley 18, DeSantis 18. He's still up by 30 points. But if you tell me you believe in polling, then you believe in New Hampshire where it's Trump 39 in the latest CNN uh, University of New Hampshire poll, Trump 39, Haley 32, Christie 12, DeSantis 5. And you say to me, why won't Chris Christie get out of this race? Because all the Chris Christie supporters would be Nikki Haley supporters. She'll win New Hampshire. Well, Chris Christie will tell you why he's not getting out of the race. Let's say I dropped out of the race right now. 
and I supported Nikki Haley. And then three months from now, four months from now, when we get ready to go to the convention, she comes out and is his vice president. What will I look like? What will all the people who supported her at my behest look like? That's Chris Christie giving Ron DeSantis an opening in this debate to say, everybody know you're running to be Trump's vice president, but I'm running to be president. And Chris Christie gave him that opening. The question is, is Chris Christie saying what voters are really thinking? I am. I, I honestly don't know the answer to that question. But I will be covering it. I think I might live stream it for a while. So be sure to go to TonyCats.com. Uh, uh, check it out there. It, it'll be on all the, uh, all the socials. I'll be, I'll be drinking and smoking. Cigars. That's what I do. And I'll be drinking, sipping. But still, it'll be fun. That starts at 9 p.m. This is Tony Katz today. The truth is, securing the border isn't really the Republicans' top concern. If it was, they'd provide the people with boots on the ground at the border what they need to get the job done. Republicans would rather exploit a challenging policy issue for their own perceived political gain. Republicans disagree with the Biden administration's border and immigration policies. They are angry that this administration won't take babies from their moms or put kids in cages like the last administration. You cannot impeach a cabinet secretary because you don't like the president's policies. Let me say that again. You cannot impeach a cabinet secretary because you don't like a president's policies. That's not what impeachment's for. That's not what the Constitution says. Article 2, Section 4 of the United States Constitution states, and I quote, The President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So it seems to me, Representative Thompson, that you don't know what the Constitution says. And of course, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, the failed Homeland Security Secretary, can be impeached for the failure to implement any of the policies that have remained in this administration, including policies that, yes, put kids in cages because we know it's happening right now. Your problem, Representative, is that Ocasio-Cortez hasn't done any crying at the border about it, and you haven't seen a photo op recently. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Of course, Secretary Mayorkas can be impeached. High crimes and misdemeanors, a listing of treason, bribery, or other. It is a wide berth of what someone can be impeached for. I mean, you guys tried it twice, so you should know. You can make it up as you go along. You, you, you did it. You certainly did it the first time. You just made an error the second time. If you had impeached on dereliction of duty, you could have gotten somewhere. But no, too angry to see in front of your face. The policies of the Biden administration are non-existent. Some policies they have kept from the Trump era, and they do have kids in cages, and people do get separated from their parents. 
But of course you can impeach a cabinet secretary because you don't like the president's policies or not following the policies. The question is, should you? We're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened. Let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Uh, and <laughs> maybe that, too. <laughs> yeah, you can talk about that, too, I guess. Congress really is falling apart. It really, it, it really is. It's, uh, it's something that was uh, represented for Mila Jayapal. Just making a funny. <laughs> Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What are you doing, boo? 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. John Kirby is speaking. He is not the White House press secretary, but he might as well should be. There's a whole story about friction between him um, uh, National Security Council, uh, spokesperson, excuse me, and uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, because Kirby knows how to answer questions for the most part. For the most part, I will get, oh, I'll get into that coming up. And, uh, and Corinne Jean-Pierre reads from a binder. He is a much more professional face for the White House than Corinne Jean-Pierre who really is terrible at what she does. Watching Corinne Jean-Pierre makes me confident that I would be a fantastic press secretary for at least a week. For a week, I would be gold. And by then, I would be fired. I would not last a full Scaramucci. And then I would immediately go write a book. Oh, what a book I would write. Hour by hour, explanation tiktok of what had been happening gold kitten gold i i had mentioned before a uh, a statement uh from ron desantis and ron desantis discussing how families would feel if their children were kicked out of schools and these illegal immigrants brought in well, that's exactly what has happened, of course. When we talk about New York and you talk about how these uh, illegal immigrants that have been sent to New York because they came to America, why shouldn't they be sent to New York? What, they should just stay in Texas? They should, they should only stay... In, 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 in Texas, they, they can't go to New York, they can't go to Chicago, they can't go to other places. Well, these uh, illegal immigrants and others who have been brought to New York, New York has no place to put them. The governor of Massachusetts, by the way, someone double-check me, uh, Kylan, double-check me, because I had seen the story earlier. Uh, governor Healy? Governor Healy is asking Massachusetts residents to take people in? Do, do, I, do I have that right? She's asking residents to take uh, people into uh, into their homes, right? By the way, the Third Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, no soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Uh, I don't know if this applies to uh, illegal immigrants. Neither here nor there, just something I thought I'd remind everybody of. These, uh, a lot of these uh, people were living in, in basically a tent city uh, 
um, in a, in a, in a, a field like a, like a soccer field there in uh, in New York. But some very cold weather was coming, and so they got moved to temporarily temporarily shelter in the gym and auditorium of Madison High School in Brooklyn. The students were then told, you will have an e-learning day. And parents are out of their heads. Parents are angry. Parents are disgusted. How dare you? How could you? Do you feel good about yourself doing this to our kids? Wait till you learn, parents of New York. Yes, they do. Let us ask the question that has to be asked. When will you liberal white women learn? You vote for terrible people and terrible policies because Trump's a meanie. And now your kids don't get an education. What part of correlation do you not understand? I mean, do we have to go back and watch The Matrix and talk about causality? You did X, you got Y. Now shut the Z up. You did this. You voted for this. Now, I am a big believer in the idea that while people voted for for Biden, right? Some of these people definitely voted for Biden. Let's not deny that. Um, They didn't vote for all this insanity. I, I, I want to show them grace so I can get what I need in the next election, which is this entire progressive insanity gone. But when you're out there yelling at some school security guard at James Madison High School, the person you need to be yelling at is yourself. You voted for this progressive. You're the people who voted in Kathy Hochul, the governor. Again, you could have had Lee Zeldin. You could be doing something about this right now. Uh, Kathy Hochul, in her State of the State address, was talking about how she's going to really crack down on shoplifting. Is that right? Is that right? You had to wait for an address to the state to crack down on a crime. You are some chief executive. How brave. How brave. You needed to make a big statement before you did the thing instead of, you know, just doing the thing. You know, when I am in um, a public bathroom, right, uh, at a restaurant or cigar lounge, and I'm washing my hands and I see a paper towel on the floor, I take another paper towel, I pick it up, I throw it away. No one's in the bathroom but me. I do that. I don't need a crowd to tell me to do the right thing. If I have taught my children anything, I only hope that I was able uh, and and have been able to, to teach them that you do the thing that must be done regardless of who is watching. You don't take shortcuts. You do it the way it must be done. You do it cleanly and clearly and with focus and with a bit of passion. 
And then you move on to the next subject. Move on to the next thing. But you don't do the you don't wait to do the right thing because somebody's watching you. You don't you don't do it. Do the right thing. Voting for Joe Biden was clearly the wrong thing. And now you know it. So now the question is what are you going to do about it? Yell at some security guard? That's madness. I don't know who the Republican nominee is going to be. But if it's Donald Trump, I'm voting for him. And if it's Nikki Haley, I'm voting for her. And if it's Ron DeSantis, I'm definitely voting for him. If the nominee was Chris Christie, I would vote for him. I have to deal with my reality. Reality is everything. And here's the reality. The border is a remarkable mess. It is affecting all of these sanctuary cities who danced and cheered. They danced and cheered. When they were made a sanctuary city, that's what they did in Philadelphia. And they bragged and they bragged about being sanctuary cities and how good they were and how kind they were. And then all of a sudden people showed up in their doorsteps and then they got angry and they can't believe this and this is wrong and this is racist because many of these mayors are black and you see how racist it is from Governor Greg Abbott. You're yelling at the wrong people, liberal white women. Go yell at the mayor. Go get in the mayor's face. Go get in the governor's face. But you elected that mayor in New York. You elected that mayor in Chicago. You elected that governor in Illinois. You elected that governor in New York. When do you change? When do you change? The problem is nobody says this to them, including their husbands. Uh, Being married is not easy. And I am not one who believes in the... uh, Forgive the way I say this, but understand what I'm trying to say. Uh, I don't know if I'm a total believer in in the biblical theory. I'm using the word theory. Go with me. About men running their families. Right, and how that how that works. In my life, in this family that I have, there are times where I make decisions. Absolutely I do. And there are times where my wife makes decisions. There's undoubtedly true. There are things that my wife and I discuss and we are gauging the level of importance of the subject to ourselves and to the other person. And there are times where it is equally important and coming to decisions uh, on those subjects are tough. And sometimes it, there, there is the quote-unquote compromise, which is never fun. It really is never fun. And sometimes there is just a disagreement that leads to, well, it has to be one way or another. And it's not a flip a coin. It is, it is an, atten- an intensity, and it can last. And sometimes it, th- those moments are hard, and getting past those moments are hard. But in, in a in a marriage, uh, you, that that's part of it. I think that that sometimes it's a conversation about a decision has to be made. 
I will tell you, I have had very few moments of of complete intransigence with, with my own wife. Just, I just haven't. It just hasn't. There's been difficulties. There's been uh, plenty of things that we've discussed and debated and disagreed about. But total intransigence, I, I, I could count on one hand. Um, and sometimes it takes putting it to the side and then coming back to it later. Sometimes it means having to come uh, to a, a, a decision and and leaving somebody unhappy. Well, the question would be, how do you come to that decision? Somebody has to make a decision. Is that the man's role? Sometimes I would argue yes. Sometimes I do think it really depends on the subject at hand. Uh, but I, I don't... While I may not perfectly live that way, I don't disagree with families that do. Doesn't, doesn't bother me at, at, at all. But I will not have any quarter for any husband who won't look at their wife or wife who won't look at their husband and say, what are you doing? There are plenty of couples who disagree politically or they have basic alignments, but one person is more intense than than the other person. You're still voting for Biden after all this? And if you're in a major city like New York or Chicago, you're the spouse. What are you doing? What are you doing this is this is destroying us, destroying our city, and it's going to hurt our kids. What are you doing? As a matter of fact, you have a responsibility to do that. What are you doing? Your kid is in New York or Chicago and is voting uh, for, for Kathy Hochul and voting for Eric Adams in New York and voting for these and, and okay with these things. What are you doing? Yes. Yes, indeed, you have that conversation. Are you having that conversation every day? I doubt that. Are you bringing it up? What are you doing? You bet. You bet you are. I think you should. Joe Biden policies at the border have shown to fail. And now everybody's dealing with the failure And American kids, legally in America kids, are being told to take a backseat in their education to people who were brought over the border illegally. What are you doing? I think that's the only question to ask. These sanctuary cities have gotten what they wanted. And if they don't want it anymore, the question is, what are you doing? And if you're still voting for these people and these policies, what the hell are you doing? I'm Tony Katz. In a little talked about story, the Justice Department has engaged in a conversation I'd never heard of before. But I think opens uh, the proverbial Pandora's box in a way that cannot be understated. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Find everything going on at TonyKatz.com. On Monday, the Justice Department filed a statement of interest 
because the Justice Department has filed the statement as part of a lawsuit brought in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Georgia against the state's Department of Corrections. This is about whether or not medical care has to be provided to people who have gender dysphoria, which people utilize the terminology trans now, and do they have to be provided surgeries? What the Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the Civil Rights Division wrote in the statement, and I'm quoting, People with gender dysphoria should be able to seek the full protections of the Americans with Disabilities Act, just like other people with disabilities. The U.S. Constitution requires that people incarcerated in jails and prisons receive necessary medical care, treatment, and services to address serious medical conditions. Now, we can discuss the constitutional part, but back to the first. Gender dysphoria, which is a diagnosed mental disorder... In the DSM-5, the Diagnostics and Statistical Manual utilized by the American Psychiatric Association, that is a disability? It's being trans is a disability? Well, tell that to the people who claim that they're trans. I can't wait to hear their response. But a disability? Are we, are we now saying that Anything you say regarding people who claim this transgenderism is a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act? Um, we don't think that's going to lead to a problem because I'm pretty sure it's going to lead to a lot of problems. This is Tony Katz today.